0: Welcome to Your Security, a podcast on walking victimless in today's world. I'm Gabriel Grimes. In this podcast, I discuss how to stay alert and situationally aware no matter where you are or where you go. Hello and welcome to episode 25, Too Much Security. Can you even have too much security? (laughs) You know, uh, my wife is of the thought that if a little bit is good, a whole lot is better. And I have to say that I agree, especially with barbecue. If a little bit of barbecue is good, a whole lot of barbecue is better. (laughs) But I have to say that in security, that's not always the case. Now, I'm talking about personal security. I'm talking about your home, your business, your corporation, everything security remember security is you you are security but many times when we find ourselves in a difficult situation or one that we can't grasp or understand we think that we need to throw the tools of a security the tools used in security at the problem so we want to put in more guards we want to put in more cameras we want to put in more locks and maybe that's not what is needed. I encourage you, remember always to plan ahead. Know your issues. So you need to first do an assessment, understand yourself, know your issues. Where are you deficient? And in what are you deficient? And then find the best solution for that. Not simply add another guard, not simply adding another camera. Perhaps it's lighting. Perhaps it's changing your procedures. Perhaps it's reviewing how you access different websites or you authorize different people to use a credit card or a bank account. That is what is needed. Not throwing in a guard or a camera that is not only lazy, but many times can be very dangerous. You know, I work with... um, Different churches and helping them get established in their security or, or increasing their security awareness in their facilities. And what I've noticed is many churches believe that with more individuals on the security team, the more secure they are. When in fact, I think the opposite is true. By having more and more individuals on the security team, especially if the team is not trained, you only add more people that are eager to get in front of a, a bad guy that's trying to do a nefarious act, or an active shooting. So let's say you have 30 people on your security team, but they haven't been trained. They don't know what to do. They don't know what areas to secure they don't know how to evacuate individuals. They don't know how to redirect um, the attention of, of the bad guy to, a, to another area. They don't know how to communicate to the audience or to the congregation what is going on and what is expected of the congregation. And so what we have is 30 people who think they know what they're doing, most likely running toward the bad guy. I assume this. Many times the people on the security team, although they are very brave, may not be as brave as they think. And um, when the proverbial poop hits the fan, they don't react like they think they, they would. And they don't run to the bad guy. They run away or they hide. And I'm not saying that's good or bad at the moment, but I'm saying if 30 people were to run toward the bad guy without proper training, you're just giving the bad guy 30 different uh, targets to, (laughs) to eliminate. It's important for the team, the security team, to have clear procedures and policies, some processes, so that they can care for The congregation and properly respond to an active shooter event. Without that, it doesn't matter how many people on the security team there are, you are only increasing the possible liability for the rest of the congregation. It's important to have these policies and procedures clearly defined and published so that each individual each person on that security team knows exactly what to do and that's the same thing with our personal security we remember you are responsible for it so you need to sit down with your family and explain to them what the plan is what is everyone supposed to do where are you supposed to run where are you supposed to hide where are you supposed to meet up afterwards what are there, are there special codes that you're going to use to communicate a distress or an emergency? And if so, what are those words? Everyone needs to know this. The worst time to start coming up with a security plan is after an event. Because for the most part, you're, you're trying to play catch up and it's already too late. The event has already happened. So I encourage you all to reach out, find out what your plans are, develop your plans before you just throw out there more tools, more security tools, before you add cameras and extra guards, before you add extra bolts, extra uh, door bolts, or extra lighting on the outside. Find out what it is that you really need and then follow-up with the appropriate response. It may be hardware, it may be technology, but it might be a change in your personal practice, in your policies, in your procedures. And if so, I highly encourage you to review them, to update them, to tell them to your family or to your company, to the other people involved in your security team. And always remember, you are security. Do you have a story you would like to share? If you're on Anchor, then send me a message. I'd like that. I enjoy bringing you the best security hacks twice a week. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Share it. Post it. Send me a message. And always remember, you are security.